the world with LinkedIn. One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders as they reveal insider secrets, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the LinkedIn Rockstars! in the world with LinkedIn, and this is a very, very special show. I have Larry Reeves from AAISP, the American Association of Inside Sales Professionals. Larry, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mike. Great to be here. I'd really like to kind of talk a little bit about uh, AAISP, but I really want to get into, in, into you. You know, our show is, 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 is only uh, only partly business, frankly. It's it's kind of a, it's a lifestyle show, as I'd say. And, Good looking and, uh, forward um, you're one of the more colorful people we've had on it, although there is some competition for that title. <laughs> um, other people we've had on, we've had Steve Richard on, we've had um, Jamie Shanks on, um, we've had uh, Jeff Perkins on, um, we've had uh, Lauren Bailey on. Good crew, good group of folks. Uh, yeah, certain folks that I kind of bond with a little more than the average bear, you could say. Um, I appreciate so, you thinking of us, Mike. Uh, yeah, well, thanks. Uh, I mean, that was a your uh, your event was a little bit of a turning point for me. In that, uh, there's one thing that came out of it that was that was that really hit me right over the top of the head, and that was, you know, how things have gone from from um, essentially three inside sale uh, three outside sales reps per inside to just just the flip of that and um, I was a I was an outside sales rep sharing an inside person you know so it really kind of hit me and our, our ratio was five to one you know we had sort of an inside person for every uh, every five of us or so and that the top guys were in a one to one ratio you know if they were if they were hitting 200 percent of quota regularly they uh you know, they got dedicated resources. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sure. No, well, I I picked up on that, and you know, if you extrapolate that out there, you really you really arrive at some at at at, at some interesting conclusions. And the 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 fact that companies are setting up entirely dedicated inside sales organizations with their own VP, with their own resources, um, their own quotas, um, their own own chain of management, and all. Um, really, really, you know, I, I, maybe I knew some of this, but, but boy, the speakers up there on stage really kind of brought that out sort of like out of the woodwork, you'd say. And, um, who, who's your favorite speaker that you had at AISP? I mean, of all the, all the people up there, who, who's your favorite for whatever reason? I'm just curious. It's not part of the show here. 
Yeah, uh, good question. You know, I think particularly at this year's summit that the speakers did just an outstanding job. Um, and, and, you know, uh, there was no one particular that stood out. You know, I like the way that the Tom Stanfield uh, from Aslan Training kind of goes at it. Um, you know, also the way Steve and, and Ken Krogan, those guys do it. And, you know, I thought Chad Burmeister did a really nice job, too, of, of what he was covering. Um, you know, I almost thought the second day folks did, you know, I hesitate to say it, but, but you know, I think they outdid the first day folks, to tell you the truth. Not by much, but maybe just a tad. Well, sometimes the warm-up band is better than the band. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just had that happen. Um, we, it was a... It was Foreigner, Sticks, and Don Felder, and Don Felder outshined everybody wow. by, 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 funny, by far. Funny Foreigner story? Yeah. So, so Louis Graham is from, from my hometown. And um, a few years ago, actually it was like in the late 90s, our event coordinator for our company was going to check out Christmas bands, right, for the Christmas party. Okay. And this band's playing, and the singer's singing, and, you know, and he's thinking, yeah, you know, it's pretty good. Then this other guy gets up, kind of, you know, wasn't the, like the most well kept or this or that, and he and he's kind of going, hmm, man, this guy, where's he from? And the guy comes over and goes, so what do you think of him? He goes, well, I don't know. He goes, well, good because you really couldn't afford him. It, it was Lou Graham, but it was like he was in between, <laughs> so he wasn't at his best. But but uh, he used to rock Rochester so hard. He was with you know before he hit Foreigner, he was with a band called Black Sheep, and. Uh, and he was one of those guys who said, man, you know, this guy could make it, you know. Well, I hear nowadays Lou Graham isn't isn't able to perform. Oh, really? Yeah, they had to they had to replace him because he was unable. He was on a he, he reunited with them for a tour and wasn't able to keep it up. And uh, they had to go back to the back to a replacement singer. I mean, the replacement guy's really good. They were very disappointing to me. Wow, really? I wonder was um I you know we actually the the first company that Bob Perkins the AISP Bob Perkins and myself worked at one of our folks was Lou Grant's cousin and and first cousin we actually sold Lou uh, his first PC um but um he uh, I wonder if it was something with vocal stuff or what Obviously. I don't know I. I'm not. I'm not familiar. Uh, you know, didn't know that he had any like like major drug problem or any of those sorts of things. At least not compared to everybody else. And all um, <laughs> people, people age. You know, Robert Robert Plant. There will there won't be a Led Zeppelin reunion because Robert Plant can't hit the notes. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, you think about it. All those years. I mean, those guys wailed on their voices, man. You know. Yeah, it, it takes it out. You know, there's only so much so much you, high revving you can do on that motor until it, it takes its toll on you. Well, and you think about, too, I mean, they didn't have the in-ear monitors and all that stuff, so those guys for years were out on stage with, you know, different setups each night, or, you know, you know how it is. The Pete Townsend effect, right? Yeah. Uh, when was the last time you played on stage? Uh, you know, it was a year or so ago. Um, we, I've got a, a little rock and roll band that was doing, and then uh, prior to that, I actually had an instrumental jazz group that uh, we played around, like Rossi's and the Dakota, and uh, um, the, or not the Dakota, I'm sorry, um, the number of the guys played Dakota, but we didn't as a group, uh, Famous Dave's, and a number of the other jazz groups, a group called Starting Point. 
And, you know, Larry, if you're ever if you're ever going to be on stage or playing anywhere and stuff, you got you have to let me know. I am I have goosebumps when I have friends up on stage playing. <laughs> I'll make sure I do that. And yeah, I'm actually yeah playing a little bit more again, and and looking forward to getting getting playing again a little more so and get some things happen. So I'll, I'll doesn't, sure. doesn't Bob play too? You play regular? Yeah, yeah. In fact, we were this rock and roll band is with Bob. Bob and I had going. I've kind of stepped back a little bit. But uh, and Bob's actually moving, so the band's kind of it's going to be. We'll see what happens. But yeah, we had like a little rock and roll band, and yeah, he's he's a guitar player, singer, and and uh, he loves it. He's 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 pretty good. And uh, in fact, you know, I I love all music, but I'm kind of a jazzer, right? And and so when I started working for Bob years ago, um, which was interesting too, because we we kind of met. I was interviewing companies and and was interviewing his company as a potential network integrator, and we hit it off, and he invited me to come work for him, and shortly thereafter, I took him up on it, but um, and I shortly there found out that he was a guitar player, and he invites me out to, to hear him play, and I'm thinking, oh, no, it's like a be wang ding doodle my new boss, and I'm like, what am I going to say? You know, I hate not saying, <laughs> but he could play. I was really happy. He could actually wail pretty damn good, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I didn't have to. I didn't have to fake. And yeah, he. So we have fun. And you know, we're just playing like our own kind of rock and roll, some Clapton and some Santana, and you know, a few new tunes. So it's fun. Well, there's a few staples, probably twenty or so, that just about anybody gets up on stage and plays, right? Um, no. You know, have um, in the in the the game, um, um, not rock band, but Guitar Hero. Uh huh. Um, um, I had I had neighbors in Denver. Um, where I'd come home from the bars at two, you know, two thirty at night, and, and I'd hear this noise upstairs, and I go, "Wow, well, I better go check on check on that," because um, I kind of knew after a while who it was. And they they come home from the bars too, and they they play rock band. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm sorry, they play guitar Guitar Hero, and, and wait for wee hours of the morning, you know. I mean, they're they're drinking, you know, um, um, vodka Red Bulls, at, you know, when they get home. So I mean, it's, it's 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 a late night thing. I don't. Who knows? They're younger kids. Who knows what kind of things they're doing? You know, they're not. You know, <laughs> they've probably got other things going on there. Um, but uh, what I what I found is uh, that that the simplest song out there is "Slow Ride." Um, the bass on "Slow Ride" is the bass thing. It's the it's the lowest level, the one point zero. You know, in, in terms of in terms of difficulty. So that was my song. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. I mean, it was just it was just that simple. And uh, uh, because, you know, at that time, you're not at your best anyway. Yeah. And they're probably not even hitting there, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And these guys, these guys, you know, I mean, at least, at least the, the music that plays in the background sounds good because, you know, everything else, you know, pr- pretty bad there. Yeah. And uh, there, there was a place at, uh, at, in downtown Denver in uh, Larimer Square at Old Chicago. And they had rock band night on Thursday nights. And this, this company would come in and bring in all of this gear. Uh, they bring in the TVs and the drums, the whole bit, you know, the songbooks and all. And they kind of, it's a service, you know, someone pays them, I don't know, 300 bucks or so for the night. They bring their gear and, and do their thing. And uh, I'd invite business partners down and, and we had a great time. A group from Jobbing.com would come down because we were doing our LinkedIn training classes at their facility. Um, they gave us free Mountain Dew, free parking, free everything. You know, we had free, 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 free. So, uh, so a couple of them came on down um, regularly and we have, I have video out on YouTube of us playing, playing a, a rock band there, and I pushed one of them off the stage in one of the videos. I, I you got to hunt to find it, but uh, it's kind of like I, I was moving around. I was a singer, um, and in this in this particular in this particular video, and I've got my microphone, and I'm kind of moving around like you know you pick it up, you're kind of strutting the stage, but it's not a big enough stage. <laughs> 
and I and I chased the gal off off the stage, and um, uh, darn it if. Uh, um, you know, that didn't, that did, it, it was streamed live too, by the way, they do live stream out there and stuff. It was a pretty interesting thing. You know, I mean, isn't that kind of neat to think you could just show up and kind of do that stuff. That's very cool. And they re- they record it and they send you the URL to the recording and all that, all that sort of thing. And I always kind of wondered, you know, why, why didn't that take off or where is it here in Minnesota? Um, it, it really brings people together to kind of do that, you know, kind of. So it was like a band karaoke or it was a, if you played the video game with it? It was it was it was the video game karaoke. Okay. Well, not not the game. I mean, you had the instruments. You know, they had they had the the drums, the bass, the guitar, the microphone, um, all the stuff, all the stuff going on. And when you if you if it was just you, um, other musicians would come up and play the other part. You know, they sort of had you know uh, stagehand musicians sort yeah, of say yeah. house band type of thing. Yeah, yeah, it was really 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 fun, and I I miss it so much. And uh, they stopped doing it in De- actually they, they stopped doing it in downtown Denver, so I, I'd have to drive to go. And you know, if you're spending the night drinking like that, it's not as much fun to drive as it is to you know, just walk to the bar. You know. So uh, anyway, um, so um, uh, Larry, uh, what's what's coming up for AISP in the next rest of the year? Anything? You got something at the end of the year, don't you? Yeah. So we've got a lot going. You know, uh, on kind of the uh, the event side. Uh, we actually have a couple of our frontline events, which, again, are really focused on uh, activities for the frontline reps and the frontline managers and kind of strategies that, that wrap around the frontline. And uh, we're in Boston in September, and we're actually in Minneapolis in November with uh, Jill Conrath keynoting. And, uh, Mike, we should talk offline a little bit and see if we can maybe get you involved with that one. Yeah, that would that would be wonderful. I've been to her sessions. She's been to some of mine in the early days. You know, we were both kind of early pioneers. You know, we we're trying to find out as much as we could about this and that. And uh, I think she's probably one of the finest uh, people in the world in, in in terms of knowledge and, and skill. You know, a few others, but she's probably you know in our in our own backyard here too. And she puts out yeah. great content. Um, yeah, let's let's talk about that another time. I'd really like to. As being local here, gosh, you know. Um, we're gonna find some way to make that happen. So um, well, I think it's it's actually gonna probably be one of our best events of the year. We got in addition to Jill, we got Sam Richter, uh, we got John Baker, we got Lee Saltz, and we might have this rock star uh, guy coming in too, possibly. Oh, well, I've done programs uh, uh, with with Sam. We did something at Carlson School of Business together. He did the morning session, I did the afternoon, and we met for lunch a couple couple months ago or so. He wants to get going with doing uh, video, and I've got a studio here, so we kind of met talking about. Great guy. Um, doing video stuff together. Once again, you're, you're talking with, with 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 Jill and and uh, Jill and Sam. You're talking about the finest finest there are. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm 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 much closer with Sam because he and I really really kind of connect on at a at a personal level. And we did a program together. You know, cool. it was, uh, he don't he does 300 slides in a 60 minute session. Yeah, he's um, yeah. Just uh, bang bang. It, it looks like a movie screen. I mean, just go bang 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 bang. And, uh, I'm not a, not a thir- not a sixty minute session. I'm sorry, it was an uh, afternoon session, but it was three hundred slides. Wow! And uh, he he researches everyone in the audience. So if you've got sixty people that are signed up, and that's about what it was there, he did some little search and found out some little piece of information about every single person in the audience. Wow! wow. Mike, your social security number starts with four seven six, doesn't it? <laughs> you know. That, that was one of the one real example. Uh, it wasn't me, <laughs> but someone really kind of jumped out of their chair when that happened. So yeah, I think I would be a little. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, in fact, I had lunch with Sam last week. He's doing well. Yeah, he's a uh, he, he's tremendous, and uh, um, uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember who works with him. Terry, 
Um, she was in a session I did for, uh, um, um, oh gosh, it was about, about three or four months ago at, at Best Buy headquarters. Mm-hmm. One, of the, one of the big local things, and there were thousands and thousands of people there. I don't, don't remember exactly what it was. But she hung out afterwards, and we kind of we, we really kind of enjoyed each other's company. She's a, she's a real fire. Uh, Terry Ross, I think, is her name. Okay, yeah, cool. The other thing, too, Mike, that we've got is, you know, and I, I know you had asked about a little bit almost kind of like the evolution of what's happening within the association, is we've got some broader things, some research studies, for example, that we're going to be working on, uh, reaching out and trying to understand kind of benchmarking and in, in, in what people are doing within their organizations, not um, specifically what they're using, but what they're doing around uh, particularly tools and technology, um, some other things we're doing, too, is helping to, to really represent the community, and, and we're looking at the whole exempt, non-exempt issue right now, and, and some initiatives that will take forth with, with some of the major corporations actually out there um, to, to look at that law, evaluate it, help represent the community, and, and see if, you know, what and, and we can be done, and, and if we can really change it to make more sense. I mean, you've got, uh, you know, people that are making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, that are basically considered hourly wage people. And it just, you know, it needs to make sense. So so we're looking at doing things like that. And in addition, um, we're also broadening uh, both Bob and myself doing things like this, this radio show where we're having speaking engagements. Uh, for example, I'll be speaking at a Women in Inside Sales uh, convention in Boston coming up, and, and Bob's going to be speaking at Dreamforce on, on the trends going on in Inside Sales. So we're helping to to, to reach out, and, and these are you know kind of evolution for us as well. I suppose. Sure. Well, I, you know, it kind of helps to be where the action's at, right? Where the where the trend lines are pointed, um, and not just a little bit. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. BubbleFast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown, but Mark and Robin still own and operate BubbleFast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. BubbleFast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at BubbleFast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the Bubble Fast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount. Or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at Bubble Fast. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. 
Rock the World with LinkedIn continues only on webmasterradio.fm. Um, no, frankly, I think the technology piece is really tying into, into inside sales because the reason you need that group um, more and more nowadays is these automated systems out there, you know, the Marketos of the world and, and HubSpots and the, the automated marketing and, and pieces that bring deal, to bring uh, leads to your doorstep. People opt in to download a white paper. Well, gosh, you know, someone should call them, right? Yeah. Well, I think you're, you're absolutely spot on, Mike. I think, you know, you t- look at like on InsideSales.com. Right. They'll, they'll come in and with their technologies, and there's others too, that can actually give people more time. They can bring, uh, you know, get you more context, allow you to dial quicker, allow you to leave voicemails, allow you to select context like the analytics. And, and candidly, that's actually a trend we're really seeing emerging right now is the, uh, what I like to say, kind of taking data and turning it into information. We, we've said the Marketo, the, the, the pre-marketing information. Now they're kind of analyzing this and serving up to the teams what what they should be calling, right, and who and when. And, and uh, you know, very interesting. But, you know, Mike, you know, this whole conversation of the, the, the evolution of the, of the industry and the transformation, and I think you're spot on with, with what you're seeing. It, 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 it is happening, and it's due to a lot of things, the skills of the, of the people involved, the tools that are out there, uh, the Internet capability, um, all, all of those things considered. But, you know, I, I think the leading factor in this kind of perfect storm is ultimately the person that's always king, the customer. Right, the customer today wants to be sold this way. They they don't really want to take up the traditional have a person in their office for an hour, you know, doing this and that. They they want to move quickly. They want people that are responsive and there when they need them. And and so their acceptance of of the of the channel and, and their um, ability to also know more about the products before they ever talk to a person that that whole element that I know you're well versed in plays into that equation but but i think ultimately again the customer is the leading factor in this perfect storm i don't know if you see that from where you're sitting as well yeah i do um people people um want to do a little bit of their own research frankly they're doing it at night they're doing in their slippers on the weekend it's getting pushed to them um it's not part of their eight to five um day quite so much anymore and there's been a whole consumerization of 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 products as well i mean basically the the, the products that consumers can buy are more powerful than the products that corporations are buying. Um, you can see that all, all over the place. And the consumerization of IT is a huge uh, driving force in that uh, people are buying their own products and bringing them into the office. I used to, my, my, my employer provided me with a, with a BlackBerry. Doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, now you use whatever device you want. You bring it in, you expense it. So people are shopping um, and buying services for themselves. I mean, I buy uh, employees are buying their own LinkedIn advanced account, their premium accounts, and they're expensing it. It isn't the company that's writing the bill, writing the check for it. In a lot of cases, I mean, there's always a, you know, more, you know, plenty of exceptions to all of these things, but there aren't a whole lot of of large orders for iPhones going out there. There are individual sales that consumers are doing, and they're and they're they're expensing it and using it on the on the job as a as a consumer device used in the in the corporate world and if you're running firewalls and IT and all your world is really really changed because the whole cloud based this and that means you're dealing with applications that don't go you know in, inside the corporate walls much more complex nowadays huh? 
Um, and frankly, many of those things that I talk about there, I learned because of AAISP in your show. It really, really set me off um, in, a, in another direction. I went, I went uh, well, that night after I presented, I went and recorded um, with Camtasia my presentation and, and put it out to people that I had cards with and people that I knew so that before they left the show, they had a link to my to my handouts and to and to my my video from the from the presentation. You know, only you know thirty people made it into the room. There were you know five, six, seven hundred people, and three hundred thirty people got to see it. Well, the other folks you know got to see it before they left. Yeah, right? that, there. that that there, there, there's a rush. There's a rush, isn't there? In fact, I got that from Chad. One of Chad's things was you know if the if the if the lead comes in at two o five by two ten, someone should be on it and calling. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. The old idea of, you know, letting them kind of bake a little bit is, you know, substantially gone. And you see this from research of different organizations that the reality of it is when that person's sending you something, they're there and that you've got their interest. And if you can reach out, you know, the quicker you can reach out, the more likely. And like you said, it degrades in five minutes considerably. And, and after 30 minutes, it's, you know, like astronomical the difference of getting somebody's attention right away so uh, responsiveness is huge I, I see it in the LinkedIn world you know I, I see that someone accepted my invitation I sent him a note right away and it's like I still have your profile open whoa <laughs> now we're now that's that's uh these these real-time notifications you know we have tools and technologies that do that now you know you always get a you know, when someone uh, opts into something on a site, if you're a SMB environment, you know, you're definitely the kind of person who, who wants to get that notification. Heck, it comes via text now, not even via email. Well, let's face it, too. I mean, when you're when you're looking for something and you're sending it, you're you're in that moment. You're in the mode. You're, you're there. But, you know, I'm sure you're a lot like me. You get pulled in a lot of different directions. And, you know, 15 minutes later, I'm off in something else. And, and I may not respond to that. I may set it aside and go, you know what, I'll get back to it. Rather than if it would have came in a minute or two later, you, you would have got my attention. So it, it uh, you know, it's something to certainly be aware of as you have an, an inside organization or, for that matter, if you're a salesperson. Because let's face it, the field guys are doing much more on the phones and over the web than they ever did before. And it's, that trend's only going to continue. If you, if you look at it uh, in terms of a, considering a sales call like a truck roll, it's got quite a bit of cost to it and all. Um, definitely you need the truck roll if you've got to install some gear out there, but you don't want to do the planning call and the second, you know, second planning call and then install it and go back again. You don't want four truck rolls. You want that one truck roll when they're ready to go. And that's, uh, that's similar to, to, you know, packing your, your rep up and sending them out. It's going to cost three hours. A one-hour meeting, you know, takes three hours out of your day for the most part. And, uh, then, and then, you know, when, when you get there... Like you said, that's not how people want to be sold. They they want it. They want to be sold a certain way. They want to have all the information lined up so when they're talking together, they're t- they're in a tier two conversation with you, and not a tier one. So, uh, gee, gee, thanks, Larry. You know, we might uh, we might might use uh, what we just had here as part of another show. Who knows? We've we've done that a number of times where we've had sort of these little encores of let's join the conversation. <laughs> I like um, it. I'm flattered. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. 
InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. continues only on webmasterradio.fm the following is an encore expert commentary segment of rock the world with linkedin welcome back to rock the world with linkedin i have melissa ruggles with me today welcome to the show melissa thanks for having me Lori. glad to be here you're welcome. Now, our, our listeners and, and may have experienced you before if they've checked out, um, you know, if they've checked our workout that we do with Splash Media, you are a social media manager and on-air talent and a co-host on SMTV on Fridays at 1230 Central, right? That is correct. That's correct. And I, I love that you guys do that streaming right on Facebook. Well, you know, it's a social media agency, so we should uh, harness social media to get the word out, right? <laughs> I'm thinking that you're really good at it, too. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. So, hey, guys, if you if you look on, on, uh, on Facebook, look up Splash Media or Splash Media U or Splash Cube. I think there's a trend here. You mm-hmm. can watch SMTV every Friday at 1230 Central. It's open to the public. Um, and, and really, Melissa, that brings up an interesting topic today. Your Twitter handle is Aspen Rain, R-A-Y-N-E. And, um, and I asked you about that because I wanted to, if I know the story behind something, it helps me remember you know, the, the name. And I, I, I said, Hey, Melissa, what's your Twitter handle? And, and give me the story. Cause I, I want to remember instead of having to look it up every time. So where'd that name come from? Well, when I was a kid, my family took us every spring break to Colorado to go skiing and I always loved it. And then there was one time we got to go in the fall and I was just taken 
It just took my breath away to see the aspen trees changing color. And I've always loved the idea that aspen groves are actually a single organism that share the same root system and just the power of kind of the collective consciousness of that. And um, so I saw the aspen leaves raining down. And then, you know, I was a teenager, so I couldn't just have it be rain spelled normally. So I had to um, put my little spin on it with the R-A-Y-N-E and... You know, it just kind of became my internet alter ego. Every time I would sign up for a service or an email address, I would claim that name. And it's just hung with me since I was a freshman in high school, actually. Nice. So, you know, that's a that's an interesting point. So you've got this alter ego that's a little bit hippie, a little bit cool. Um, how's that work in the professional world? You know, I did have some hesitation when I entered into the professional world about continuing to use that. Should I go to something like Melissa Ruggles, just using my name? And I decided not to because, I mean, really, on one hand, it, it for simplicity's sake, because I was already out there in so many places and just to keep consistent with that kind of, I guess, personal branding. And, you know, even though it is a little bit hippie crunchy out there, that's part of who I am. People around the office call me Mother Earth. And um, <laughs> so I think I decided to go ahead and stick with it because I think that, you know, with social media, it can be so business, business, business oriented all the time. And if you can really bring in that human element and find ways to showcase your personality and what makes you unique as a human being, then that's how people can connect with you on a personal level. That's that's brilliant. And that really answers a lot of questions for a lot of people. I mean, you know, Mike O'Neill has has claimed his name to fame. He's the LinkedIn rock star and his Twitter handle is Mike O'Neill rocks. And and, you know, he's he he has a harder time having um, the ability to be consistent from platform to platform. Lori Ruff, there aren't a whole lot of us in the world. I think, there, you know, there are about seven that I know of. And um, I'm the early adopter. So I get that name pretty much everywhere, except on Pinterest. And it's not even a Lori Ruff that has it on Pinterest. It's Lori Ruffin. But oh, no. Um, she got there first. And so, you know, and, and somebody told me, hey, Lori, go out to Pinterest. You're going to love it. And I waited and waited. And by the time I got out there, it was gone. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I can't believe I did that. But, you know, it does help people find you. And it does help you display your personality and be human, be real. And I think that allows people to connect with us much more easily than, than we would otherwise. Yeah. And, you know, I don't just tweet about social media. I'm also a mom and I'm interested in, in self-improvement and health and cooking and all of these other things. And I consider that to be all part of my personal brand. And uh, so I, you know, tweet out and post on Facebook a mix of, of topics uh, that are all centered around those different interests that I have that make up my personality. It's it sounds like it's all centered around you as a person, which makes it real. Absolutely. I get so much engagement when I post just a silly thing that my daughter said. And then I know that that's building up my edge rank on Facebook. So more people will then see the stuff that I post about social media. Exactly. That's really cool. Well, Melissa, thanks so much for being on Rock the World with LinkedIn today and for sharing your personal side with us. I really, really appreciate that about you. I am glad to be here and share that with you. Thanks. All right, guys, you can find Melissa on Twitter at Aspen Rain, A-S-P-E-N-R-A-Y-N-E. She is the social media manager and on-air talent for Splash Media and the co-host of SMTV, which you can hear on Facebook Fridays at 1230 Central. Thanks so much, Melissa. And 
webmasterradio.fm. Remember that, webmasterradio.fm, 7 o'clock on Monday nights, Eastern. You can hear Rock the World with LinkedIn or pick up our iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a thumbs up at rocktheworldradio.com. That's all for now. Have a great week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.